Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Of radio. You are listening to Texas History Lessons, a slow walk through Texas history made in Texas by a Texan for everyone everywhere. Welcome to Texas History Lessons. I'm Michael. And with this episode, we're going to close out the year of 2021 and welcome 2022 with something a little different. I'm going to take a look back at some of the very good books I've used and read over the past year and a half, some movie recommendations that some friends and listeners have helped put together and share some different musical artists that I've come to enjoy over the year. But before I get too far, I want to make a very important recommendation. If you want the best, well, I'm going to give you the best. T.O. Bruce has compiled the greatest Texas music playlist, and it is called, properly, The Greatest Playlist in Texas and Hence the World. There's going to be a link to it in the show notes. You can find it on Spotify just by looking that up. And if you can't find something to enjoy on this playlist, then there has to be something wrong with you. The man is extremely passionate about all good Texas music and goes really deep. But before we get into the books and movie recommendations, I want to start out with a couple of songs by a very special musical artist that I'm not sure I've even mentioned yet before, but he's one I hope y'all will take note of because I believe he deserves to be heard on a wide scale, along with everybody else you're going to hear from in this episode. Everything I share and that I've shared might not necessarily be your musical ideal, and that's okay. That's why there are so many different kinds of great music, but no matter what genre it falls into, if it makes a difference to you, then like Josh once shared, and I agree, then it's soul music. It hits you in a certain way that makes an impact on you, whether it's old Texas blues, hip-hop, heavy metal, or a singer-songwriter with a guitar. One listener who shared with me this said to me that, while the musical artists I've been sharing aren't necessarily his musical taste, the kind of style he listens to, he's at least taken a chance and listening to them to see. And he's found some music and some songs that he really liked. He's gone so far as to even make playlists for every musician I've mentioned. And I've mentioned a lot, more than that I've even just played. So let's get started with a couple of songs from a gentleman named Derek McClendon. Now, Derek McClendon was born in East Texas, and he's raised in central Louisiana. 
and Derek considers himself to have a Texas heart with Louisiana soul. He even named his 2020 album that Texas heart, Louisiana soul. And the guy's a very talented musician. So let's uh, take a listen to two songs. Small Town, Texas, and then we're going to listen to Who I Am. And it was a tough call on what songs to include for each of these musicians. But I hope you use the show notes to follow the links to even more of their songs if any of these artists are people that you are intrigued by. So here we go. Some. Texas Town and Who I Am. I'm into sad songs. I'm into mad songs. I'm into let's get out of town, don't tell your dad songs. You should come with me There's so much that we could see Honey, go pack a bag We got places that we could be Cause I got Texas on my mind So girl, let's leave this life behind See what good luck we can find some Texas town will never turn around, never turn around. We don't have to bring much, we just need our love, a pair of old boots. This guitar and that'll be enough We could change our names We could break these chains Well honey, well, let's settle down And live life in the slow lane Cause I got Texas on my mind So girl, let's leave this life behind See what good luck we can find Some Texas town We'll never turn around Never turn around If you take my Take you to the promised land I know that your mom Will not forgive me or understand But I got Texas on my mind So girl, let's leave this life behind See what good luck we can find In some Texas town We'll never turn around in some Texas town. We'll never turn around. 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 I don't have the smoothest voice. That you've ever heard Sometimes I forget my songs That's why I need the word And 
I don't have long curly hair I'll admit I wish I did I've had a fear of growing up Ever since I was a kid I don't own a pair of Wranglers There's no skull ring in my jeans Well, I'm overweight, a little out of shape I ain't the man of your dreams I don't have that twang in my voice That'll bring you to your knees I'm not a rambling man, that's not who I am And they don't call me the breeze I'm a simple man I'm doing the best I can With what I've got Though it's not a lie That's just who I am I like to keep to myself I don't have a lot of friends Misunderstood And even if I could I wouldn't give in to your trends I like to pick on this here guitar I like to write a song or two I like staying at home And throwing a bone And watching cards pass with my dog Rue I'm a simple man I'm doing the best I can With what I've got Though it's not a lie That's just who I am I've never stepped onto an old rig I've never struck that black gold didn't vote for Trump, I've never had a bump I'm pretty boring, truth be told I spent four years wearing camo And I had a good time, I guess No, there weren't much frills, but it paid the bills And I served with some of the best I like listening to Willie Nelson Lucas Jagno and Robert Earl Kane Because the songs they write, they keep me up at night Missing places I've never seen I'm a simple man I'm doing the best I can With what I've got, though it's not a lot That's just who I am I'm a simple man I'm doing the best I can With what I've got, though it's not a lot there you go, that was Derek McClendon sings Some Texas Town first, and then that was followed up by Who I Am, one of my favorites off of both of his albums. So a while back when I was on Twitter, I asked for some recommendations for great modern westerns, and I got a pretty good list submitted to me. Some of them I've already watched. Some of them watched again, having already watched them, and others I still need to get caught up on, but most of them I've seen. Now, my buddy Paul recommended True Grit. Now, the Coen Brothers 2010 version is the one he was talking about. And that, of course, is a remake of the classic John Wayne movie from 1969. Some people didn't like it, but I did. And to be fair, both did a pretty decent job of telling the story as shared in the classic book written by Charles Portis in 1968 which is one of the books I actually read in the last year for the first time ever, and I loved it. As far as John Wayne movies goes, my favorite of all time is probably The Cowboys. Now, Josh recommended several movies. The Honesman is a 2014 Western set in the 1850s Midwest, and it's directed by the great Tommy Lee Jones, who we all know from all the movies he's done in his career, especially 
the miniseries Lonesome Dove. Now, the screenplay is based on a book I haven't read, a 1988 novel by the same name, The Homesman, by Glennon Swarthout. It's about three women that have been driven mad by living on the frontier. The pioneer life was very lonely, hard, and there was a history that some people would just go crazy from the seclusion and isolation. And they needed to be transported across country. And George Briggs, played by Tommy Lee Jones, gets the task. Bone Tomahawk is a 2015 Western cannibal film starring Kurt Russell. This is a, I haven't got it through this one yet. I'm going to watch it someday. Um, I do know that it's about a small town sheriff, Kurt Russell, who leads a posse and attempt to rescue some people who were abducted by what turned out to be a cannibalistic clan. And from the previews, it looks pretty, pretty rough, but it's got Kurt Russell in it and it looks like an interesting movie. The next one I have seen Blackthorn, which is a 2011 Western starring the great Sam Shepard playwright, author, actor. He He's just great in everything I've, I've ever seen him put his efforts into now this is a fictional account of butch cassidy when he's quite older living under the assumed name of james blackthorne and he's living in bolivia and this is like 20 years after he supposedly disappeared no spoilers but this is a movie i highly recommend to see the adventure that james blackthorne gets into now, a lot of you probably have heard of the next one, The Ballad of Buster Scruggs, 2018 Coen Brothers Western. Actually, it's a Western anthology. It's a group of six vignettes that take place on the American frontier. Lots of great performances in this one. And the Tom Waits one is one of my favorite ones. And there's even a character, if you remember Neville from the Harry Potter movies, the actor that played him has a really good one in it as well. So... We're going to take a quick break and share a couple of songs by a gentleman named Randy Hoyt. He's a talented singer and songwriter that I found while doing my little adventuring around Spotify, uh, trying to find good music. Uh, so check out these two songs and definitely look forward to more from him in the future. The first song is going to be Shameless, and the second one is She's All I Got. And then we're also going to thank Age of Radio after the songs, and then we'll be right back. Oh, Lord, I'm sinner. Yeah, I know it's true And Lord, I'm a backer Home, oh, then comes you And I'm a smoker I'm always high But Lord, I'm not a drinker Oh, shitty women this time I'm a beginner I love right now I'm an overthinker Oh, I can't figure it out And no one asked me How I am anymore You fuck the day to day Oh, some shit you can't ignore 
have in my arms And I'm a believer Oh, yet I always fall I'm out of my mind I'm crazy as sin It's how you little I can't hide it, I can't die. 
Elliott with the song Shameless and She's All I Got. And one thing I will add is that while there might be some similarities in little way here and there between the musicians, I guarantee you every artist in this episode is very unique and brings a lot of themselves and something special to each way they approach songs and their music. So on to more movies. Ended up being quite a longer list than I thought I had. Um, one of the other great recommendations I received was The Proposition. Now, as you might say, well, this isn't a Western. Well, I'll say it's got everything a Western needs, even though it was a 2005 Australian film set in their frontier. It is directed by John Hillcoat and is written, and if you're familiar with music, legendary musician Nick Cave wrote the screenplay. And it stars Guy Pierce along with a lot of other great actors that you will recognize. And this is a very, very, very gritty, harsh movie. And it's almost a borderline horror in a way in that it shows the madness and violence that isolated regions can experience. And it's definitely worthy, I think, of being included in this if you just want to watch a good movie. But yet again, it is a quite hard movie to watch because of some of the content. And Texas History Lessons Spotlight Artist Mondo Salas added a great recommendation, one of my favorite Westerns in the past few years. It's 2017's Hostiles. It's written and directed by Scott Cooper, and it's based on a story Donald by Donald E. Stewart. I'm not aware of it or familiar with it, but I want to try to track it down someday. It's got Christian Bale in it, it's Wes Studi, Ben Foster, Rosamund Pike, Stephen Lang, Jesse Plemons, one of my favorite actors out there right now, and a lot of other great, great performers in this. And basically, if you're not aware of it, Christian Bale gets the job of escorting a Cheyenne warrior chief and his family back to their home in 1892. And the opening scene involves that of a woman that ends up getting involved with this group of people traveling. Um, and it shows the speed and deadliness of pretty much what you'd experience if a Comanche attacked your home in the 1850s or 1870s or whenever, or any planes drive there the quick and deadly position you would be in. If you were say, imagine in the 1830s when the Parker's, we're just at Parker's Ford and the Comanches and Kiowas that were there decided to take action and do an attack. And it, it's, it's a horrific opening scene. Um, but the movie itself is great. Loved it. So since Mondo recommended that one, let's play a song from his band Rosemont's album, 2021. Uh, and the song is Sing. And we'll follow that up with a song that we've played before, but it's one of my favorite new ones he's done, All We Got.
Rosemond from the 2021 EP Forever, which was a re-release of something he'd done under his own name earlier. Got a little bit reworking, some songs trimmed from it, and that's the song Sing. And then we have, there's three singles so far in 2021 were released, Old Dogs, All We Got, and Living This Way, and we listened again to the great All We Got. Really looking forward to more music from Rosemont in the near future. Uh, just love the guy. So on to more movie recommendations as shared from listeners and friends on Twitter. Now, JCMS1810 recommended a movie that I was pretty unfamiliar with. I don't even know if I'd even heard of it. But I did appreciate the recommendation, watched it, and I, I enjoyed the heck out of it. And it's definitely one of the most different westerns I've ever watched. The name of the movie is it's a 2018 film called The Sisters Brothers. And it's based on the novel of the same name by a gentleman named Patrick DeWitt. Now, it stars John C. Riley, who also produced it, and Joaquin Phoenix. And these two are brothers. They're the Sisters Brothers, and they're notorious assassins. And they get the assignment to track and down and kill two men who, let's not get too involved, but there's, there's gold a search for gold involved. Um, and it's Jake Gyllenhaal and the great Riz Ahmed and those two roles, uh, great performances throughout. And I don't want to give a lot away about this one because it caught me off guard. But if you like your Westerns with a touch of weird, then I say, give it a shot. Greg recommended a movie called old Henry, which came out this year, 2021. It's a 
film that was written and directed by Pazzi Ponciroli. Never heard of this person, but I enjoyed the work. It's a small independent film. It stars the great, great, great Tim Blake Nelson as the character Old Henry. And again, not going to give a lot away from it if you haven't heard of it. Um, basically, it's a farmer that finds him in a position where he needs to protect his son from some people. Gets mixed up with a guy that's questionable background, doesn't know if he's telling the truth or not. That's enough of that. It's gritty, and I loved it. Although I can't understand why some others might not. But it's definitely worth watching just because of the performance of Tim Blake Nelson, who I should add, I didn't mention, was the character Buster Scruggs in the Coen's ballad of Buster Scruggs. Now, Phil White recommended two movies. The first is, of course, the great Quentin Tarantino's 2015 film, The Hateful Eight. Everybody probably heard about it when it came out. Samuel L. Jackson, Kurt Russell again, Jennifer Jason Lee, Walton Goggins, Tim Roth, Bruce Dern, Michael Madsen, and others. Um, they're all, they're a group of strangers who are seeking refuge from a blizzard, uh, at a stagecoach stop and being a Quentin Tarantino movie, you know, havoc ensues. Um, it also has been reworked as a Netflix series. I have not tried it out, but I think I will someday to see how it was changed when they did that. Now, Phil also recommended another movie, which is one of my all-time favorite movies. And this is also recommended by Michael Cohen. The name of the movie is two, it's 2016's Hell or High Water, which is set in the modern day West. And it was written by Taylor Sheridan. Now this Taylor Sheridan, if you haven't heard of Taylor Sheridan, you have not been paying very close attention. Taylor Sheridan wrote this movie. That's the first one that work he's ever done that caught my attention, but you know, Yellowstone, uh, there's also the crime drama I can't, that I'm forgetting the name of right now, uh, involves the prison, uh, industrial prison complex. Um, and then there's the newly released 1883, the Yellowstone prequel. So he's, he's pretty all over the place right now as far as creative work that's out there. And the, not, not to give away too much, but this follows brothers started played by Chris Pine and Ben Foster, who both do a great role. And they are put in a difficult position and are going to try to save the family ranch. Old, pretty much good Western tropes. A couple of guys need to save the family farm, family ranch. And they end up getting pursued by two other great characters, Texas Rangers, Jeff Bridges, and Gil Birmingham. Those are the actors, of course, not the characters' names. I couldn't remember the actors, uh, the role the actors portrayed. But again, another great movie with great performance and it really does capture the feel of i think texas in a way um so that being said let's move on to a couple of other songs that have a lot of feeling in them uh, this time by Cade anson i gotta tell you i don't know anything about most of these people i don't know anything about Cade aside from the fact that i want to hear more songs from him and the two i'm gonna play are the first one is atascosa county and the other one is seems to be you. And honestly, there are times when I can't even really put into words why I love these songs along with the others I've listened to by him. But I don't throw the word love out there lightly. And I 
I definitely love this beautiful couple of songs right here. So here's Kate Anson doing Atascosa County and Seems to Be You.
Had a missed call from your number, so I thought of you and smiled. Had a cup of coffee by the pier, oh, it helps clear my mind. Like while I'm stuck here at the coast, while you're lost out in those pines. This sunrise with those shades of red and blue But the only thing that's missing here all seems to be you Well the only thing that's missing here all seems to be you Atascosa County, and seems to be you. And if you didn't know, Atascosa County is just south of San Antonio. Um, go read a little, little bit up about that area. Kind of want to visit just from hearing that song. Now, got a recommendation. That's another Tommy Lee Jones movie. This time it was by Marty Alday. Recommended the three burials of Melchiedas Estrada. This is a 2005 neo-western, they call it. And it was directed by Tommy Lee Jones, and he stars in it as well. It was written by Guillermo Arriaga. It's got Barry Pepper in it, Julio Sadillo, and Dwight Yoakam. And apparently, from what I see, understand, I've read, the film is inspired by the real-life killing in Texas of a teenager, Ezekiel Hernandez Jr. by United States Marines during a military operations near the United States-Mexico border, along with As I Lay Dying by William Faulkner. And basically, it follows the efforts of the Tommy Lee Jones character trying to get his friend's body, who's, okay, come on, it's in the title, he's dead, Melchiedas Estrada, trying to get him home and buried properly. And, of course, there's some problems that ensue. And it's a, it's, a, it's a really good movie. Barbara Gonzalez recommended a movie, News of the World. And I loved this movie this year. It's a 2020 film. And it's based on the 2016 novel of the same name by Paulette Giles. 
And it's got a, a great performance by Tom Hanks and a young girl, Helena Zengel. And the premise of the movie is this old man who goes from town to town and he makes his living going to town to town with a collection of newspapers. And he reads to the people in each town to share the news of the world. And in the process of this, he gets the task put upon him to return a rescued captive young girl and take her to her surviving family. Her parents are dead, but takes her to her surviving family living down near near San Antonio. And it, the movie opens up in Wichita Falls. You travel through a lot of the northwest uh, country, northwest Texas area that I talked about in the last episode. And it's really a really beautiful movie. It's beautifully written, honest, compassionate to the characters. Um, but I don't want to say a lot more than that about it. Um, it's just, and I enjoyed the movie throughout. Now, as I said, we're, we can switch to books now because that's a perfect switch over because I, after watching the movie, I went and read the book. And Paulette Giles is a Texas novelist, poet, and she's also written a memoir. Uh, I've read two books by her this year. I want to read more because she's a great writer, first of all. And the book itself pretty much follows the similar storyline, but there's enough differences, and her writing is so strong and so beautiful that it keeps you interested. And there, I will say there is one big difference between the movie and the books and that the main character's history, his own history, is significantly different. But that's neither here nor there. It doesn't change the fact that either both are good. Um, but News of the World does have a character, uh, the legendary freedman Britt Johnson. In it, he's actually the gentleman that has, in the book, he has custody of the child and his job is to return her. And it ends up being, the task ends up being passed off to to the Tom Hanks character, which um, is a significant difference between the movie and the book. But that led me to read a book Paulette Giles read in 2009 called The Color of Lightning. Now, this book follows the story of Britt Johnson, who, if you are aware of Texas history, you've heard of him before. He was a freed black man, but the story involves the big raid in which his children and wife were captured during the Indian raid, the Clear Creek raid, and follows his efforts to try to save them. And it's it's a t- pretty tough book. It's a fair book in that it shows as close as she can the reality as she tries to imagine it. But the, she shows the hardship that people underwent during these times, especially if you were taken captive. But she also does a really good job, and she did this in News of the World, of bridging that gap of the horror and hardship of being taken captive, and that she also somehow captures that strange effect that young children were quickly, often, able to adapt and get involved and embrace the lifestyle that they were involved with. 
and she she does a really fair job on that and it follows Brit through the rest of his life don't want to tell too much about it but it's, it's a really really well written book um so there there's that uh let's pause and listen to another artist i wanted to share robert herrera and i will say this like many of the other artists not all of them but his music was produced by 301 productions who also produced the songs i've shared by texas history lesson spotlight artist zach welch and really it was a happy coincidence i did not know this when i started listening to all of these different people and then i kind of came together i'm like well wow this is interesting so I want to say thanks to 301 for letting some assistance by sharing some some MP3s. I do go out and buy uh, the music that I do love. But it's nice to have the MP3s just sent to me so I can just work them into the show easily. I encourage you to go just go listen to them everywhere you can. But uh, yeah, so here's... Um, I want to thank again Ethan Whitaker at 301 for some help there. He's he's offered to help me out in, uh, next month with something else. Um, and but here's Robert Herrera singing "Anxiety" and "Take These Pills." Take a big breath and you sigh it out, 'cause there's something you've got on your chest. Head in hands of courage you're building up Makes everything worse in the end I'm always reminded of who you are Tell me over and over again See I wouldn't change a goddamn thing Cause this just ain't the love we play so I'll count the minutes down till you come home just to sit on the couch. I've been all alone for three days now. I clean up the shit. Shit and you
show. comes to historical fiction at the level and quality of Paulette Giles, who I just discovered in the last year, I've got some a few more recommendations. Now, first up, let's talk about two books by author Michael Blake. Michael Blake. Not to be confused with the next author I'm going to talk about, Mike Blakely. 
kind of confuse the two in my head myself sometimes. But Michael Blake is the guy that wrote Dances with Wolves, a novel from 1988 that the classic Kevin Costner film was made in 1990. And, you know, I would also consider Dances with Wolves a must-see Western, in my opinion. I love that. But I will say, one, and one of the reasons I love the book, one, I feel like Michael Blake did a lot of good historical research, especially into the culture and ways of the Comanche. Oh, that's my point I was going to make just now. The, one of the significant differences between the book and the movie is that in the novel, Lieutenant John Dunbar finds himself living with the Comanche, not with the Sioux, which was a significant change. So I then followed that, reading that up by reading the sequel. Did you know there was a sequel to Dances with Wolves? The movie was apparently never made, but I think in 2011, the novel Holy Road comes out. And this is like 11 years after the events of Dances with Wolves and Dances with Wolves. Lieutenant John Dunbar is happily married, living with the Comanches as a Comanche warrior with stands with fists, got some kids. And then something terrible happens for them. Some rangers attack and stands with a fist and a kid are taking and they're being taken to live with her family. She gets identified or they, they're trying to find out who she is. And this follows Dances with Wolves attempts when he still has, he still has two children that didn't get taken, uh, trying to figure out how to get her back. And if he can even do that. And on the other side of that, it has characters like Agent Tatum from Fort Sill. And this is set at the time period when they're trying to get the Comanches to agree to come and live on the reservation. And it follows, there's a couple of different storylines involved. One follows some Comanche chiefs, leaders, all the way to Washington. And that storyline to me was just about as more important and fascinating as the John Dunbar trying to save his wife storyline. That's enough. I want to say about that. Don't want to ruin it. It's definitely, I definitely recommend it. It's, you know, it's, it's, it's a big story and a lot in it. Now, like I said, don't confuse this next guy with Michael Blake. Texas author and singer Mike Blakely has written some great books over the years. And one of my favorites is Comanche Dawn. And this is one of my favorite books of all time. It was released in 1998, and I have a clear memory of picking it up in paperback and then not being able to put it down unless I just absolutely had to. And that's much like the experience I had with Larry McMurtry's novel Lonesome Dove. And as he writes in, like the author's note at the beginning of the book, he did a lot of research. I think he did it at the UT Library or the Bullock Museum. I don't remember which exactly. I'd have to pick up a copy and look. It doesn't matter. Let's just say he did a lot of intensive research where he tried to track down every single thing written about the Comanche, especially their early culture and ways and included in this book. And what it does is it follows from the introduction of the horse to the Comanches to the early years of them becoming the dominant people of the plains and the efforts involved there. It's, it's a magnificent book. Highly recommend it. Um, so let's move on. 
Another song by talented songwriter Jacob Charles. Don't know a lot about this gentleman also, other than I love his music. And that's really what's important here, isn't it? And the first song is You, and the second one is Bones. And so be sure to check out the link in the show notes and see other songs available on Spotify or elsewhere by Jacob Charles. So here we go. Makes it harder to get away. I can't even talk to you. Cause I got nothing left to say. Time I pass by you No surprise you look the other way Who did me wrong? 
How I know everything that she was hiding from me all along And then hang up that phone and call up on me the goddamn long Cause I'ma lay there in that 12 by 12 till all I am is bones And don't you try to stop me Don't stand in my way She's already going to hell And now he's gotta pay They'll be together for some time When they're laying in the morgue And when I see that judge, I'll blame it on that evil cheating whore. And then we'll go to church and have ourselves a little funeral. And then they'll lay there in the dirt forevermore. Now don't you try to stop me Don't stand in my way She's already going to hell And I'm gonna make him pay Okay, that was again, that was Jacob Charles with you and Bones. Be sure to check out his other releases. I'm very happy to be sharing just a couple of these really good songs that I've listened to of his. Two other top-notch works of historical fiction are by the author Michael Punk that I read this year. And that's spelled P-U-N-K-E. Now, if you want to hear some really good interviews with Michael Punk, go check out the Meat Eater podcast where Steve Ranella had two great conversations with him about these books. The first book is The Revenant. And the book itself came out in 2002. And it tells the adventures and struggles of the life of American frontiersman Hugh Glass in Missouri territory and elsewhere. Like, did you know he possibly was uh, captured by pirates at one point and traveled through Texas, escaping from Galveston? That's giving it away a little bit, but it's actually part of his actual possible life story. So definitely check out the Revenant and not, you know, the movie starring DiCaprio and Tom Hardy. Some people, it's a kind of a controversial thing. It, the book itself is great. And, you know, I agree. There are some really valid criticisms for the movie because they changed the story significantly. They changed the historical accuracy of it in the setting and place where it happened and made some other changes. But I still consider it to be one of the most beautiful and gritty films I've ever watched as far as the quality in which each scene 
was shot. So I'm able to overlook the problems with it just for the sheer beauty of filmmaking in it. And then recently this year, Michael Punk released another novel that I was looking forward to, and it's called Ridgeline. And it's appropriate name because the ridgeline, you never know what's over the next ridgeline. Don't cross that ridgeline unless you're being very careful. And it deals with the events surrounding the infamous, supposedly Fetterman massacre of 1866. Um, Punk kind of shines a lot that maybe Fetterman shouldn't have got a lot of the blame for what happened. And it, it does a really good job from showing the point of view from different people in the fort at that time. And it also shows the point of view of the native American warriors involved, including crazy horse, which I found very bold, but also quite brilliant. And it, it's a great, great book. I encourage you to check it out if you have the opportunity. And now, since again, since I, I mentioned Taylor Sheridan and Yellowstone, which is a, all the rage now, I thought I'd recommend a book based on a great movie starring not only Kevin Costner, but Robert Duvall, Open Range. Now, if you haven't seen the movie, I, I recommend that you do. It follows small group of guys basically they're they're open rangers cattlemen that don't have land and they just kind of graze their cattle along around on public lands but that starts to be cause problems when big cattlemen start buying up the lands and taking claims and they don't want these cattle coming through and eating through the grass it's a good movie and the opportunity came up I'm not sure if you're aware of this. If you are a subscriber of Audible, where you get one credit a month, you also have a lot of free books you can listen to. And they're pretty big library. And I was surprised that this one came up. Uh, it's by Lauren Payne, L-A-U-R-A-N. And Payne, turns out, was a very prolific Western writer for decades and decades, and Costner apparently was very familiar with some of the books, especially Open Range, and so I started reading the book, or listening to the book, whichever way you want to put it, and I'm, I'm not disappointed with it, and I've enjoyed it I'm almost to the end, but it's good enough to where I want to try to track down some more books by Lauren Payne, just for some good historical Western writing. And I also rewatched, speaking of Kevin Costner, the Western Silverado from 1985, which was a very fun watch, very worthwhile, just because of this cast. You got Scott Glenn, Kevin Klein, Kevin Costner, who was very young at that time, Rosanna Arquette, Linda Hunt, Danny Glover. And if Danny Glover's in it, come on, you got to watch it. And then Brian Dennehy, John Cleese, and the ever quirky Jeff Goldblum. It's just a fun movie to watch. To, and to rewatch, and you know what? All right, all right, all right. This episode is going to be giant size, a super size. So let's get to the end. I could probably do another hour just based on other books to read, and especially historical books that are nonfiction. But let's finish with some historical books after we check out the music of a singer named Chris Cunningham. And we're going to listen to something real, followed by meeting you. And then we'll be right back to try to start finishing up this episode. 
Back to pieces of your broken heart And blue eyes shattering like glass It's so hard not to ask what caused those scars And I wonder if he left you Or maybe you left him and it's just hard Myself stand up and walk toward you, but I have no clue where to start. Well, I smoke pot and I drink whiskey, if I'm taking bets, you probably do too. And no, ma'am, I am not the best man, but there's a lot damn worse that you could do. Shaking voice I heard 
Chris Cunningham with a song, song, Something Real and Meeting You. And hopefully we're going to hear a lot more from him in the future. So two books that I want to recommend are by the same author. Pekka Hemelainen. And I cannot overstate how important they and good they are, in my opinion. The first one is Comanche Empire. It came out in 2008. It won the 2009 Bancroft Prize for History which is given out by Columbia University. And it deals with everything about the Comanche history as far back as you can trace it and goes deep into the culture, the changes that they underwent over time until the really the end of their power when American, Anglo-American started encountering them, which is usually the high focus point of Texas history is at that time period when they, they had been dominant for well over a hundred years and their power was already starting to be on the decline due to several factors. And Pekka Hamelainen really captures this and shows how they did operate at an empire level despite the differences in culture that they had and the different way they their government was structured. A um, lot of great content and a lot of illuminating parts of it that really kind of just kind of opens my eyes when I read it the first time about all the things I thought I knew that I got wrong. So I highly encourage it about how they really were the dominant people for a long time and pretty much dictated how things were going to go both to the east and to the south and west with the Spanish and then the Mexicans and the United States. There are lots of good alternatives to this book, but to truly understand the Comanche and history, I say you got to find this because nothing that I found comes close to this. And I know, Empire of the Sun, great book. It's a great book. But this one goes just that much farther and showing even more. And a second book that just came out recently by Pekka Hamelainen 
Lakota America. It does the same thing for a true understanding of the Lakota and the Sioux north of the Comanche Empire and how they emerged with the United States in 1776 and after years and years of changes. And it shows how they were pushing west out of their own volition and creating their own empire as well to the north. Uh, both books are very necessary to see the history of the development of the United States from a different perspective other than pushing west. While the Lakota were also doing this at the same time, and they expected their interactions with people, including the United States, to be according to the way they wanted it to be done. The Comanches were very similar. And that's one of the key tricks. It's trying to understand how they saw the world and how they expected things to be done. Both books explain this much better than I can in this brief part. Hopefully they'll be helpful in the near future. Now, one more quick recommendation. Go find a copy of Melvin E. Edwards, The Eyes of Texans, From Slavery to the Texas Capitol. Personal stories from six generations of one family. And I hope to have Mr. Edwards on in the near future to talk about this book and a lot more. It's a great story, how his family came from slavery. And then with him, he was working in the United States Capitol during the governorship of Rick Perry. Now, more book recommendations, especially nonfiction historical works, are being prepared for the TexasHistory.Lessons.com website. So check it out from time to time as I had important suggested reading. But now let's turn to listening to a song by Tristan Sanchez, who we played on the one of the recent episodes. And this time, let's listen to Up To You and then follow that with Another Man's Murder Ballad, both off of Tristan's EP, Cigarettes and Bag Wine. Wondering if the clouds make you feel alone Hey, I've been thinking about something great Won't you come to my place And just stay We can get high and watch the rain See where this thing goes And I know uncertainty is in my eyes And that's something I can't hide Often stay up late at night Sit and wonder why I've Made the choices in my life But they led me straight to I know I ain't no fool We can play this game We can run away It's It's up to you Won't you come with me 
gunned me down in the middle of town. The state came up and paid a bounty to a Texas man now high and mighty. My dearest son, you gotta pay for what you've done. My dearest son, you gotta pay for what you've done. That was Tristan Sanchez. I want to thank him for sharing his music with Texas History Lessons. And we're closing up the episode here with some other important musicians. Next, we get to a guy. I actually met him a while back, and I've been wanting to share his music, and now I am. And hopefully he's going to join me on the show in the near future, if we can get things worked out eventually. And I'm going to play two songs by the Oliver White Group. And let the music just speak for itself. First up is Looking for My Baby, and followed that by that is Leaper Lake. I'm looking for my baby, I don't know where she could be. I'm looking for my baby, and the wonder if she's looking for me. I'm looking for my baby, I don't know where she could be. I'm looking for my baby, and I wonder if she's looking for me. Yeah, my baby! Oh, 
heaven bearing down The music is blaring, pedestrians staring As I cruise through their part of town Sheriff's tents all in your doorway As the sun falls beneath the trees How long has it been since you've seen a ass Gonna fall down upon my knees There was no car in your driveway This morning on the second view I imagine you're at Leaper Lake the out at the light of the moon And if I would have paid attention We'd have gone that long ago Oh, but girl, it's not Have I seen you? Where can you be found? I last saw you with a blue-eyed boy Well, it must have been from out of town Yeah, and people will talk like I'm sure they do About people they don't understand And I never thought I'd be capable To take matters into my own hands There was no car in the driveway This morning on the second Imagine you're at Leaper Lake Gazing up at the light of the moon And if I would have paid attention We'd have gone that long ago Oh, but girl, it's not too late There's a clearing there in the far north cove Where the wishing well and a pecan grow the grass is a pillow beneath her head Chances are she's there White group 
let's get to a couple of songs from some artists that I really, really have loved for a while and have already been sharing. First, the one and only Zach Welch, and my probably my favorite song he does, Religion, and we'll follow that up with Ada. I gave up sleep for liquor I gave up food for cigarettes And I gave up on my hopes and dreams To dwell on my regrets It gets worse for it gets better And I'm afraid of what's in store Cause I'm at my brink And I don't think I can take this anymore And my mama says that I should find religion But the church just never felt like home to me Seems like every time I pray for God's assistance I lose another reason to believe I think I'm going crazy I think I felt my mind break And if I ever sleep I hope it'll be the last time that I wake But if I gotta keep on living Well I refuse to live in fear Cause I ain't sure where I'm meant for But I'm damn sure it ain't here And my mama says that I should find religion Church just never felt like home to me. Seems like every time I pray for God's assistance, oh, I lose another reason to believe. I'll fight through for my family I guess I'll hang around for my friends Cause I'd hate myself if they ever felt any pain I put them in It can't be this bad forever It won't always be this tough Just want to hit rock bottom with nothing to stop you Nowhere to go but up And my mama says that I should find religion But the church just never felt like home to me Seems like every time I pray for God's assistance I lose another reason to
sung by one and only Zach Welch. And it shows the depth and breadth of ability and songwriting that he has and in style. And we're going to follow that up by a song from Seth Jones, who is a great artist, has an independent spirit, strong work ethic, and which are pretty much two of the most Texas things you can have. And this song is one of the favorite songs he's done. I love it. It's called Hanging With You. It's almost like he invaded my heart and soul and wrote a song for me to my wife. I don't mind those stoners. I don't mind those drunks. Cigarette smokers keep me out of clubs I'm not antisocial crowds I can't do I feel the best when I'm hanging with you I feel the best when it's just you and I Better than the rest, then I don't have to try. I don't need loud music, I don't need bright lights. You're the one thing I need for the rest of my life. I've got good buddies, yeah, more than a few. But I feel the best when I'm hanging with you.
that was Seth Jones hanging with you off of his new EP, As It Changes. He's got a lot of music out there. I highly encourage you to follow up, listen to this with checking him out. Now, we're going to close out the show here with thanks to all the supportive people that have helped me over the years. First of all, of course, are my Patreon supporters, people that help me out, even though I'm not very good at doing Patreon. Uh, they care enough to lend me their support out of love of history and the belief in the mission of the show. So thanks again to Jay, Ron, Kay, Brenda, Rama, Tim, Josh, Johnny, and last but not least to Indy, the newest Patreon supporter. And along the way, as I've said in the last couple of episodes, I've had a lot of great comments and suggestions and words of support from a lot of people across the state and across the country. Um, and there's, again, no way to thank everybody. But uh, thanks to Laura Sheffield, Sam Pareto, Twinkle Johnson, Dan Stevens, Dean Vinson, Freddie Martinez Morales, Chuck Sims, Sergio Gonzalez, Adrian, Patricia, Layla, BJ, Cesar Hinosa, and John Eric Vandergriff. All of your supportive comments and suggestions have been very important. And as usual, I want to recommend the Wild West Extravaganza podcast, History Cafe podcast. Both guys offer something different and special, and both put a lot of work into each of them. And in the next month, January 2022 comes around, Wild West Extravaganza is about to be I'm not going to say relaunch, but it's coming back after a little bit of a break. And I'm looking forward to every episode that comes out. And of course, there's Judge Wise's Wise About Texas. Everybody, of course, already probably does listen to that one. But if you don't, you definitely should. And you won't be disappointed by any of these history podcasts. Music lovers, as always, check out Hymns of the Highway, Aaron Bentley's Off Mic Off Record, podcast and Blake Farrar's Texas River Tonk podcast that originates on a San Marcos radio station KZSM and they're all great a lot of these people I've shared the music today with have been on either all or one of these podcasts or and if they haven't already they're going to be I can guarantee that odds are high that you will hear them on these podcasts in fact several of them have been like I said um so thanks to Mondo and all the great artists who have participated in this episode. Go check them all out on their own. Use the links in the show notes if you need. Thanks to them. Thanks to all of you for listening. We're going to end the show with one of my favorite two by Jared Flushy, the original Texas Spotlight artist. And the first song we're going to listen to is one that I've played quite a bit. One of my very favorites by him, So Well, and we're going to follow that up by Hellbound in a Hurry. Two great songs off of his album, Home. So, that being said, thanks again to everybody for listening. Take care of yourself. Take care of each other. Be kind. Adios. I ain't gonna be mad anymore. You can fake all of sorrow leaving there at the door tired of caring about things that I can't change take all your apologies cash them in at the bank I ain't gonna be mad
have a doozy of a life there, darling. Hell, three kids is a feat. I bet three different daddies is a dead horse that just won't stay beat. And there's a real tough life there, partner. Better ride all those sorrows down. No one piling jeans and change the way you I've been mad as hell Carrying this grudge Pushing on these walls I've built But they don't seem to budge These memories, they haunt me It ain't hard to tell Only blame myself Worry. 
Cause I'm hellbound in a hurry And I ain't got no pension I ain't gonna retire I sit on this highway Broke down, feeling tired One day I'll be replaced By a much younger man Don't follow in my boots, boy Don't find a better plan Cause I messed up too many times Used up too many used up lines Forgot how to respect myself Not to mention you Woke up with the same demons and came creeping around again Yeah, if I look worried It's cause I'm hellbound in a hurry Yeah, if I look worried It's cause I'm hellbound in a hurry Blues is hereditary and living out on these highways. Don't have to be the burden you carry. Cause I messed up too many times. I used up too many used up lines. I forgot to respect myself, not to mention you. Woke up with those same demons Came creeping around again Yeah, if I look worried It's cause I'm hellbound in a hurry Yeah, if I look worried It's cause I'm hellbound in a hurry If you're listening to this right now, thank you for listening all the way through. It means a lot to us. Yeah, that wasn't terrible. That was pathetic. Boom. Punk rock changed our lives. 